Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter VI. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Let us begin. Shazza! Shinku Hadouken! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Folks, welcome back to a special edition of Select Start, the video game podcast for ACMG Presents Talk Time Live and TalkTimeLive.com. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, and working with me today, my tag partner, of course, Boris Roberto Aguilar of Sunday Night's Main Events and Slam Wrestling. And we are here, finally here, to talk about AEW Fight Forever and our thoughts on not only the PS5 version, but also the Switch version. Actually, Boris, are you you played on a PS5 or are you on an Xbox? Right now, I'm uh, PS5. Uh, okay. This game specifically, I'm Switch only. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, we're going to cover those two and give our thoughts about this game, this highly anticipated game, and give you our perspective, because there are a lot of perspectives out there. And depending on who you speak with and who you listen to, you're going to get a different aspect and, you know, opinion on it. Because... There are two different generations that are playing this game. There's the newer generation who never played the Aki Engine games before on a Nintendo 64. And then there is the, you know, traditional, you know, people, the nostalgia group like us who, you know, in, in, like embellished on the aspects of games like No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, uh, NWA Reve- uh, versus NWO uh, Revenge or WCW versus NWO Revenge, I should say. Um, my favorite virtual pro wrestling one and two in Japan. If you had a, if you were down with imports, you know, that game, especially, and we were aching for this type of experience again. And because and there's a reason why it's one of the Aki engine is one of the most sound wrestling engines ever. And it still holds today. And, uh, you know, even with all the 2k, you know, series that has come out, which is, they've done really good with what they did from a simulation standpoint, but it just, it just really couldn't capture the the core gameplay just could never capture that balance that, you know, the, the collision detection that just was perfect. The AI that just, you know, knew what to do exactly when you needed to do it. And we're getting that back in, in the form of this game. And uh, we're going to talk about this. So before we do, Boris, how are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure chatting and geeking out with you, my friend. Oh, it's so awesome. And, you know, I couldn't find the perfect person. We always click really well on wrestling and all these type of things. And, you know, we got a lot in common. This one's no different. So I've, I've been waiting to talk with you about this. And it's finally here. And then, of course, the biggest, most the most important thing about this it has nothing to do. I mean, say what you will about the PS5 and the Xbox, because it's going to play good on there. 
it's all about the Nintendo Switch. And for since 2017, since its inception, this game has suffered a lack of a solid 3D wrestling game. It started with a curse that occurred in 2K18, which is still worldwide, um, you know, known as the worst wrestling, you know, not just the worst wrestling game ever built for the Switch, but the worst game ever on the Switch. You know, the frustration that I had with this game, with that game in terms of like um, the bugs, the glitches, there were people decapitated with their heads and all this stuff. And it was, it looked like, it, it looked no, it didn't even look like a beta. It looked like it was still in development. <laughs> yep. and, that game honestly turned me yeah. off from the Switch in general for a little bit because it's like it was so it hurt my soul to the point where it's like, man, this is now the limitation. What's yes. going to happen with other games? Right. And and it really, I, I thought because it was like the it was the early years of the Switch, I felt like this game damaged the reputation of the platform and i had to fight people not literally but i had to argue i had to debate with people and tell them like this is not a hardware issue this is a development issue this is a lack of understanding the platform and we know that to be true now because we see how nintendo is like trust me it's the it's the developers because i'm going to create a game called tears of the kingdom in breath of the wild and show you that this game platform is incredible (laughs) okay and so years later, we we see this, and then we see games like Mortal Kombat, who, which is a very graphic-heavy game, be able to play on this platform. We see uh, Sonic Frontiers recently, which is a very open-world game as well, play on that platform with no problems. So now we're just waiting for other a, a, a 3D wrestling game to come. We hear AEW you know, Fight Forever's coming. We had to wait forever, literally, for this thing to come. I, I would note that... Um, there is another Aki Engine wrestling game that is in development right now that is coming out next in 2024. Um, I interviewed a guy, Sam Valley, uh, who um, in in his group in Ireland, who is coming out with a game called, um, I believe, Ultra Pro Wrestling, I believe, and it it looks and damn near plays like Virtual Pro Two. So, and what will what that game will have too will have a cage match as well as MMA just virtually just like the virtual pro wrestling so you know we we uh we got some things coming and in miss but right now i think the savior may be this game and in terms of this and we're going to talk like i do normally in the in the grading system that we have so we got um present originality presentation for this we're going to talk uh graphics uh you know character model for that matter we're going to talk music we're going to talk gameplay we're going to talk fun factor uh, creative suite, especially because this game is all about the creative suite. Um, and the career mode, the campaign, the, uh, road to elite, if you will, campaign. Um, I think also there are certain people don't understand how that mode works because some people never played no mercy before. So they think it's a quick in and out type of game. No, it is not. Um, and it, it, you know, is this game perfect? Wouldn't say perfect, but it's in the cuffs of it's a great start right now. So in terms of presentation, Boris, what did you think of the actual presentation? Did it give you the feel that is AEW? 100%. From starting the game, the first thing you see is blood mode on. 
Holy S chance happening around the start screen. Right away, you knew you felt like this was an AEW product. And by that, I mean pushing the envelope and trying to be different from its competition. And from a, just from a purely presentation point of view, that's what I expected, right? The exploding barbed wire match option just glaring at you was it was just there you just wanted to press that so bad as soon as you start the game right so for me it just from 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 initially starting the game within the first minutes of playing this game it just felt like an aew product and that continued throughout the game It, it it this game what's funny about this game and this is kind of like a, a preview to like my conclusion is that it this game is everything it said it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, well, I think, you know, and I'll talk about this. I'll say this again when we talk about Road to Elite. I think this game embodies everything that the AEW brand is about. Um, yes. It's fun. It doesn't take itself seriously. Um, there is a lot of fun to be had and a lot of goofiness to be had in this game as well. But most of all, what they promised was... Like they provide us every week on Wednesday and now Saturdays and Fridays and Saturdays, solid gameplay and competition. And that's what this game has. The Aki engine returns in the form of AEW fight forever. And you got Ukes who was once an ally of WWE for many, many, many years. And it so far, so long that it was in competition with the very person that they're teaming up with now. And that was Aki, you know, corporation now. So, uh, since Sophia, what, but they, you know, this company is disbanded as a game developing company for wrestling and Kenny Omega <laughs> searched far wide for anybody who worked on the Aki engine. He found Hidey, uh, Hidey Yuki, uh, Iwashita, a.k.a. Geta, who was the director of the classic N64 game, No Mercy, um, which included the Aki engine. So if anybody to know how that works is that guy. And to have two superpowers work together, Yukes and, and, and this guy and Geta, like these were like rivals. <laughs> and this the, 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 the chemistry of that alone, to me, reminds me of why AEW came together to go against a common foe. and i thought this was just it was fantastic and what we got out of this is we got these guys working together to produce an enjoyable wrestling game that provides simple fun and addictive form of nostalgia like any before aew games really wanted to create the spiritual successor to no mercy and i think they superseded expectations here so yeah 100 percent I think you said it real. You, you said it best, and that's what I felt. This game, it, it encapsulated that. Mm-hmm. I would say um, it, it. It reminds me. You you go away for like you go away on a trip for a long time. You leave your house that you are very comfortable with forever. You go away. You do your thing, and you come back home, and it's exactly the way you left it. And that's how I felt this game was. It took me a while because I had to, I had to, uh, you know, I was desensitized by the whole Aki experience for like over a decade or so. And I, when I first started playing it, I started, you know, I, I had the the uh, the uh, 2K games control scheme on my mind, and I had to reprogram myself to remember that this is not a 2K game. So some of the controls I had to you know, work with and just readjust. But after hours of playing this game, I was back. I was completely back. And I'm like, 
this game is so much fun. There's just, I think people, there are going to be people that are going to compare this to, you know, um, the 2K series in terms of the gameplay and the, and the presentation. That's a simulation. I would compare this, I would relate this to a fighting game. This feels more like a fighting game to me that just happens to be a wrestling game more than anything. And there's so much you could do with this. I agree 100%. You know what I compare this to? And then if you're a gamer, you might relate to this. Remember in the early days of Dreamcast when yeah. Sega was in charge of 2K Studios and you had NFL 2K whatever yeah. and NBA 2K whatever, which obviously continued and NHL 2K whatever. Yeah. And they were much more of an arcade as opposed yes. to the EA simulation. That's exactly the vibe that I get with this, right? And I always enjoyed the 2K games, the Sega 2K games, a lot more than the EA games. Um, yeah. you know, and you know that EA felt threatened because of the exclusivity contracts that they signed with the various leagues, right? So, right. you know, and that's kind of how I feel about this game where it is, and this is, like I said, it was advertised as a pick-up-and-play arcade-style game. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that this game is more of a fighting game with a wrestling background or foreground right. right like that that's really what it felt like it's a game that i might pick up on my switch play for a few rounds and call it a day i don't have yeah. to invest so much time unless you're playing the road to elite version. <laughs> you know but, <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a minute but like right. just from a match you know point of view you know, if if you're the type of person who carries their switch around to poop, then this is a good poop game. Yeah, I really I understand exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> if you do carry around your switch, like oh yeah, yeah, here you go. But <laughs> but you know, trust me. After this show and this weekend, this is coming with me everywhere, and I'm so happy to have this game. It's just perfect timing for me to have this game right now. Yeah. Um, yep. And well, I can't wait to talk about that <laughs> aspect. But you know, it, it's it's it. I really, honestly, it is made for the PS and the in the Xbox um, consoles. But I really feel like this is laced up specifically for the Switch. The way the things that they have on here, the the uh, other features and options right now, it just feels like this is these are customary features that normally the Switch are accustomed to more than the other two platforms. But Let's talk about graphics right now, because this is one of those things that people are also going to talk about. And again, this the conversations, you know, ranges from the old school Aki engine players to these this new school who just think that they have it all together and know what the hell they're talking about. And just, you know, everything revolves around WWE and 2K. But I found that I love this art style, this character model, because it's a reflection it, you know, this is a successor, not only just, you know, No Mercy in those games, but also just the uh, just Aki Corporation in general with all the games that they've done. This gives me this whole the, the character models give me, you know, um, Def Jam Vendetta vibes, because if you played that back in the day that, you know, that all the hip hop artists that was in that deal were they were like kind of cartoony looking, but it was still like. You know, it was still kind of dope that they were in this like fixated situation and it looked really, you know, there was serious content going on. Um, and it was gangster as hell, but like nobody complained about it back then. And people still say that, like that's one of the best, you know, uh, fighting games slash wrestling games you've um, played at the time. And they kind of kept the tradition of that there. This is a this is an homage 
to all of what we loved about, you know, things back then. So if you're new and don't get it, I'm sorry. <laughs> but your opinion only matters. You know, it only holds merit, but for so much in this case, because you're just trying, you know, if you want that WWE experience, there it is. This is something totally different and you got to respect it as such. What did you think of the, um, the look of it? Look, here's the thing, right? Like, and I think what I need to preface this is, is that when it comes to graphics, I'm obviously, I care about graphics and I think that graphics are a huge part of the video game experience, but let's, you know, it's similar to Breath of the Wild where it has a unique animation style. Right. I find that this game, you know, and the Aki engine always has that unique animation style and that unique, those, those unique graphics, right? right? So for me, again, this is nostalgia at its best for me and this again tries to separate itself from right. uk with these lifelike models and you know th that that separation that difference for me is what makes this nice so for me from a you know just from playing wcw nwo revenge and all those games right no mercy and and so on and so forth it, it, it kind of triggered that nostalgia kick for me, yeah. and I absolutely loved it. And again, I wasn't expecting this amazing simulation, lifelike rendering that 2K gives you with WWE. Right. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Right. But if you're one of those people who graphics need to be as humanly realistic and photorealistic <laughs> as possible, right. you know, like... Um, like a CD Project Red game or something. If right, are, right. Um, then that's not you're not getting that with this game, and you need to to adjust your expectations. So from and again, this is what we were told from Day Zero Direct from the developers, right? Like they never at one point lied to us. It's our expectations, expectations of wrestling fans, which, by the way, they can be a little fickle. Um, you know that that that. that that really got this conversation about the graphics or lack there of blah, 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 blah. But this game was exactly as advertised for me. Right. And like a perfect yeah. example of this is just, you know, if you play a ladder match or you play a, an exploding um, barbed wire match or whatever, a hardcore yeah. match of sorts with the thumbtacks and the blood is just smeared all over the place, you know, <laughs> it ain't, it ain't a realistic game per se, right? Right. And it's never been advertised as that. And for, so for me, from a graphical point of view, Chef's Kiss. It's exactly there what I go. wanted it to be. It had its own style, and it's unique to the real photorealism of 2K. Right. Absolutely. And also, you know, again, I mentioned it, was, it felt like a fighting game. It looks like a fighting game. Like, you know, Kenny, who calls his, one of his uh, signature moves the V-Trigger, <laughs> is more than I'm pretty sure he really wanted it to look more like a Street Fighter esque type of you know vibe more than it was a photorealistic vibe. But again, it plays into the philosophy of AEW and the philosophy of the elite and Kenny Omega. It, it just play it really plays in well with that. Let's talk about music right now. Um, this game's I loved all of the tracks here that they had. Um, it didn't sound generic. It didn't come off as goofy and generic. And, you know, I there were some that I didn't even know about that I really wanted to use as instruments music. The games uses tracks created by Mickey Ruckus, which is like their main, their Jim Johnson, if you will, yeah. of their company. And also there's Pla uh, Platinum Max Caster. All of his uh, beats is on air as well. And many others, including our very own Megaran, who uh, worked on uh, the theme song that, Yes, this Mega Ran and this on this show. <laughs> Who
who also, you know, lent the music for this particular episode to things, but more power to you, Raheem. But, um, but uh, he, uh, he, you know, his music is on there too because he worked on the All Out theme. He worked on a the Revolution theme and uh, the recent tracks from the recent soundtrack um, of the AEW soundtrack entitled Who We Are. So that entire soundtrack is on there too. I thought that was really dope that they added all of that into it. Um, what did you think of the music? I thought the music was great. It's exactly, again, it it, it embodied the, what you expect from AEW. And mm-hmm. it just felt like an AEW product. Like you said, your buddy, your friend, uh, you know, and, and having all of the original AEW music and music from that you would get from their Spotify collection. Yeah. What more can you ask for, right? What more can you ask for? And again, you know, it, it you have to remember that this game doesn't have the budget that 2K has. They're not going to go right. and license a specific soundtrack. This isn't made for that. And right. I have zero issue with that, and that is perfectly fine with me. And there are times where the music just, it just you want to hear those themes, those wrestlers' uh, songs and things like that yeah. that you just recognize as you're playing these games because I think that's just, you know, cool. I would also add that I didn't games. know that. I didn't, I, Boris, I would also add, I didn't know that like certain songs had lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> like the main right? dynamite like, theme song. I'm like, it's still going and he's talking. It <laughs> yep. actually, there's a lot of, it's a lot of pretty cool tracks. So there's like some of the uh, theme songs aren't just like repetitive, you know, themes and anthems. They actually are like full songs. And I, that's yep. what I appreciate. I'm like, that is very different from WWE right there. Yep. So, Especially nowadays, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I, I, it was good. I like it. I like it. Right. And again, you know, if you're expecting this amazing soundtrack similar to what, you know, 2K does and everyone knows how famous the 2K soundtracks are, yeah. you're not going to get that. I know that we're comparing it a lot to 2K, but I feel like that's the baseline that we have to set. And I want to focus on why it's different and why that difference works. Well, regardless, they, regardless whether they're similar or arcade, they're wrestling games. That's why there's the comparison. It's it's, it's inevitable. You, you're gonna yep. have to. Yep, that's exactly it, right? So yeah, then that's that's what I think that that's what uh, we're trying to do, right? And like I say, I'm trying to show you and yeah. explain why these differences are there and why they just work. Right. Now, speaking of which work, let's talk about gameplay. Um, I'll lead off with you on this. Like, I mean, it's hard to not. It's hard to really talk about the gameplay, the control scheme. <laughs> you know, we're, we're salivating over this situation. Your thoughts on the uh, gameplay? Did it still live up? How did it feel after all these years to play ex- the exact engine that we played years ago? How many games between the last time we played one of these games and this game? How many years have have there been in between? Do you know, roughly? Oh, my God. I really think it's been like, it's been 20 yeah. I could be wrong, it's, but I'm thinking if if it's not 20, it's reaching to it is near 20. I think we're closer to 20 than anything else. So for yeah. me, and, and in between that time, how many games tried to simulate that experience? Uh quite a few in not in never living up. Even including Ukes. There was one of the one of the um one of the uh 2K games or one of the WWE games tried to do and tried to emulate the Aki engine and they didn't do it completely or exactly yeah so that's exactly it this just brought it 
back. And it was just like, it goes to show you why this engine is so good and so fun. And the amount of times that it's tried to be imitated, you can't just duplicate it. Like, that's, yeah. that was my major takeaway, right? And, like, yeah. you're right. Like, in my, I went into this game with this mentality of I know how to play these games, but yeah. I still had that 2K mentality in me where mm-hmm. I just needed to, you know, sh- shut my brain off. And just remember how basic the controls are. But basic controls isn't a bad thing for these types of games. Right. And basic doesn't mean you're going to easily be able to get over on them. (laughs) That's exactly it, right? There's still. What what made this game, what made the Aki engine so great as well is not just the gameplay aspect, but the AI, which we don't talk about enough. The AI is so accurate on here. Like, I could put, like, whether I compete with them on my own. Or I could just let the computer face itself and you will have a tremendous fight. You, you will see a tremendous match with just the computer, with the AI computer, um, you know, opponents just facing each other, period. I used to actually do that with the old games. Like there were sometimes I just, you know, had to do other things. I just wanted to watch the match and they would produce a awesome match <laughs> in this game. Um, also, I would like to say this is something that the Aki engine always did better than the Ukes engine at the time when they were competing. And now it's, it's still with the uh, 2K engine. Their tag team matches are so great because the AI knows when to defend you. It knows when to help you out. It You know, when you're trying to pin, that your tag partner, which is a, normally an AI, will come out and go straight for your uh, opponents and will defend you as, as much as possible. And that's something that the 2K engine always had a hard time doing and perfecting. It was like they, the AI always went another direction and it was like, it was really stupid at the time. <laughs> and it just felt like it didn't know what it was doing when I needed to help, you know, you know, I need somebody to help me not break my pen or, you know, not to try to, you know, make sure that I'm in danger, or whatever like that. You, the AI, the Aki engines always, it was just perfect in that situation. Yeah, no, hundred percent agree with you. And that's one of my most, frustrating parts of 2k and that's with the ai and especially in tag matches and that's where you know you remember you're playing a video game right yeah and at no point did i not remember i'm playing a video game but it just felt more natural it just felt better it just felt like i could actually if i had no friends i could play this game by myself for a long time right right and it's i mean it, it this is one of the reasons why the engine was so you know loved by many people i mean it's like just absolutely enjoyable it just felt like god it's the 90s again (laughs) um i mean now as much as good we're talking about we do got to talk about some things that we were that i would say that they need and again this is just the first step you know this game is really solid right now and which is a great thing because if it's this solid now and they're going to be adding all more content, I can't wait to see what they add um, into this because I'm already liking what I've seen now. Um, talk about the gameplay options, the uh, you know, the modes. They got one-on-one, two-on-two, which is tag, three-way match, uh, four-way match, casino battle royal, exploding uh, bar, which is like their marquee match in here, safe to say, ladder match, and the mini games as well. And you also have a training mode. The um, the mini games. There's a lot of mini games in here. This is the part there where I feel like this is very Nintendo centric because mini games is a lot of is a, is a lot of things is what Nintendo's about with their games. 
Um, so far, I've played Chip Gather, AEW, Pop Quiz, Penta Says, Join Us, which is a Dark Order theme, Death Race, uh, Where's Orange, <laughs> an Egg Toss game, Box Breaker, Spot the Difference, Memory. There are so many mini games in here, but most of them are in the, you know, you could play most of those in uh, the Road to Elite. And then if you bought the Elite Edition, you get some extras that you can play uh, on the outside of that. Um you know, let's start out. My question to you is which game do you like? Which which match did you really fall into uh, the most? Right. So Exploding Barbed Wire match and the ladder matches to me are the two standout, right? Bar- Exploding Barbed Wire because that's the signature match for yeah. this game and the AEW brand, right? And yeah. to me, the ladder match was just a lot of fun because it just reminded me of the SmackDown versus Raw um steel cage matches where it's just like you're literally on the edge of your seat yelling at the person that you're playing with right (laughs) and they're just so much fun and they did such a great job with that uh with that mode um you know i'm gonna lay it out here i'm not the biggest fan of mini games i'm not this biggest uh mario party fan i've never have been so all those mini games cool that they're in there it just doesn't really appeal to me um you know but i i do think that it's smart for having them in there and i do see where the appeal does last because hey Mm -hmm. you want to play a game with someone but you don't want to wrestle them you can play you know the baseball mode or whatever Mm -hmm. um you know and 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 have fun with them so it's smart of them to add those games uh but just from a pure wrestling point of view i feel like this was a good start Right. Like, let's remember, this is the first game in this engine with this developer group in how many years. So they're building a skeleton. They're building <laughs> a foundation right now right. for future games and future iterations and future game modes. So it just again, it just worked. And that and that's something that that needs to be said and give them credit for, because what do you and I remember our huge rant during the 2k episode when we were kind of like upset at gamers and you know how gamers need to smarten up and accept and and demand for better and i think that this game is encapsulates that because everything that they gave you in this game just worked absolutely it means it's it's very stable and very solid and this is just the first beginning like they're gonna patch this up with any you know it's, it's not coming in perfect i know there were some issues with the PS4 version, yes. um, which it, it's kind of telling of the future of the PS4 in this case. I feel like it's a signal. It's just a, it's just a sign of like, you know, the end is near. <laughs> Here's, I don't know if you want to talk about that right now or mm-hmm. you want to wait, but I have my own theories about not theories, but like my own statements to say about the PS4. We'll save that on your show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, let's save that for that. But basically, long story short. You got to move on, and I understand why some people yeah. haven't moved on. But, yeah, yeah that's all I'm saying. It's that. inevitable. <laughs> but it's I will inevitable. say real quick before we go to move on to other things, the creative suite aspect. Um, the mini games, yeah, I agree. It just feels a little bit like you would think it's out of place and it's like wouldn't be something to do with thing. But how they factored it in it makes all the sense in the world when I went into the Road to Elite. Because if you've watched Being the Elite, which is their YouTube show that, that – really kind of started all this um, with AEW. It makes all sense. Every once in a while, well, at least before the fallout issue, they used to have a lot of fun doing these shows and the sense that they used to do these, you know, really 
fun college-like games. And then they had a title belt that they made just for these things where, you know, the guys and, you know, the guys and the and, uh, talent in the back would have a lot of fun while they're on the road and do these games. So I like the fact that they implemented this into the, um, into the road to elite, uh, campaign where it kind of plays into that. It's, it's a B it's an over the top version of the BET challenges that they normally have. So it, that part, I was like, okay, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. If you follow BTE, then it makes all sense in the world for them to have mini games on here. And they tailored the mini games based on a lot of the aspects of what the characters or the talent does in there. So I thought it was, it was quite clever regardless, nonetheless. This mode and these mini games proved to me something that I said on our show on the SME Network, Rampage <laughs> Rambo, which you can listen to every Saturday morning. Um, and that's this, that this game was created with the wrestlers' lives in mind, where yeah. it's someone who travels a lot, especially the Switch version, which is something that you said off the top of this show, that mm -hmm. it just feels like this was almost made for the Switch to a certain right. extent, for someone who's on the road, for someone who plays with friends for someone in that lifestyle right because like yeah. i just think of myself you know when whenever i hit the road again for work i always have my switch and this game's gonna be that perfect companion for that right right so one of my, one of the things that is near and dear to me on wrestling games of course is the creative suite um this is probably the weak point of their of the game and is they claim that it's deep it's de it's deep and detailed but it's detailed by default by you know to a fault i should say you could create your own character using a limited amount of options which i hope in you know in, in the time coming that they'll add on to that because there was i mean and, and granted the original two you know aki games weren't they were creative but not that creative as now, like you can create your own, you know, custom characters and even custom arenas in here, but they're just so limited and, you know, we're so gifted and privileged to games like, you know, the 2K, this is where 2K and uh, Ukes to their credit, because they built that. Um, this is where I give them credit for that, for creating such a robust detail type of, you know, uh, creative engine that you can just do everything. Even Street Fighter six right now, um, their creative suite is just elaborate as hell. You could just create everything unimaginable <laughs> to your heart's content in there. Uh, and I know, but also with that said, I think that is the reason why this game works so well on the switch and on other stuff, because they didn't want to go too far. They, I think the problem with 2k when they came to the switch is that they tried to, over, they, they, I think they tried to overstuff it. And it has so much work with it that they didn't know how to, you know, condense it down properly and, and, and into a way that it can assimilate into the, you know, the switch here, you have the total opposite where less is more. <laughs> so you got less features, but it works on a system pretty damn well. And even though I couldn't create the exact type of thing that I wanted, you know, I did okay with it and I can still, you know, create my move set, which is very deep. The move set, you know, options is very detailed. That's great. At least if all else, you got that. They do have some, some good options in there to make it. But I, again, we don't know what's going to be added. I hope they add more options for people to create more stuff. But what did you think of the creative suite? Look, 
I'm I've never been the biggest fan of like not the fan. I've never been the biggest user of any creative suite. Um, mm -hmm. but if you go into this game thinking that it's gonna be like two K or the Fire Pro engine created suite, oh, God, yeah. you know, you you're not gonna get that, right? You're not gonna yeah. create wrestlers from other promotions in this game. You're gonna create custom wrestlers that come out of your mind. You're not gonna create the Undertakers, you're not going to create the Roman Reigns, you're not going to create, you know, whomever. And, and and that's that's the distinctive part of this, is that this is more of a create suite for this engine, for this game, right. as opposed to trying to create the end-all, be-all wrestling game, which is something that Fire Pro Wrestling and the 2K series wants you to do. Right? They yeah. want you to create wrestlers from other promotions so that you don't leave their own game. Right. Now, I will give all of the credit in the world... This this uh, this game makes history personally for me, and I would thank Dax Harwood for this because for the first time ever in a wrestling game where you could customly create your characters, for you, I can't tell you how frustrating it is to be named Dax, mm. <laughs> and to find a wrestling game to have something remotely close to that name is a needle proverbial needle in a haystack. However, thank you, Mr. Harwood, whatever the hell your real name is. And thank you, AEW, for the first time ever. My name was on air. And not only that, Justin Roberts announces as, as such. And I'm not joking. I kind of got emotional <laughs> when I heard my name. Actually, like, I know there's a bunch of Steves and, and, and even Boris's out there and other people out there. There's not that many Daxes out there. And the fact that that name has finally made it into a wrestling game. Dude, I was, it took, I, I just stopped for a minute. I'm like, am I really hearing them say my name after all these years? This is the very first game to have a Dax on here. And thank you. You know, you, I, you can't, I can't be any more biased <laughs> on this game at this point. It's like, you really wanted me to like this game? You just gave me a reason. <laughs> Yep, but no, it, exactly you know, it. for what it's worth, like you said, you know, the creative, I mean, the creative aspect, it is what it is, but at least you could, I like the fact that at least you could create your own move set to your liking and it does help out that. So hopefully, like I said, more will come down, come down the line and we'll see about that. But right now it's solid. It's just, it's as solid as can be. Let's talk about the, um, road to elite before we give this a go in. Um, you get a chance to play. What do you think? Look, it's fun, man. It, it's exactly what you would, again, for us who have played the No Mercies and other games, we know what to expect, right? right. You know that you got to win and you got to complete the mission or else you can't go back and stuff like that, right? And right. to me, it's just a lot of fun and it's simple. And uh, it, like again, it, it, there was this nostalgia factor to this that I really enjoyed. And I really, I had fun with this, right? Just seeing the cameos, just seeing the... the the cutscenes and things like that, like the simple options of do you want to wrestle or do you want to party, right? Like, right. <laughs> or do you want to heal up or whatever, right? So I, I really did enjoy that. Uh, and again, like I see this as a really good start to something much bigger in the future. Uh, yeah. But again, I hope like this is, I, I'm going to say it again. It just worked. <laughs> you know what I did like um, and, and, uh, Again this is new versus New school versus old school situation I've heard Some new school vocal minority of new schoolers Out there who felt like The the mode was too short I don't For those who've not played No Mercy Which That first playthrough is not the only playthrough 
you got to replay this game again because your decisions on how you go through it, it goes through a bracket system. So depending on your actions in the game, if you lose, you may be directed to another bracket, which changes the story around. Or you may go to like, I still haven't, I, I played the game. I played through the, the road to uh, elite mode on the PS five and got one aspect of the storyline. And then I lost in certain places, but then I played on the switch and changed my direction. So I ended up where, where there was a part where I lost to the death triangle because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But when I finally became more familiar with what I was doing, I was able to beat all three of the death triangle at one, at one point, which didn't let me to facing Kenny Omega in the Bob wire um, exploding Bob wire match, which I got to say, I love them for owning up for their mistakes because in the game, there's a storyline. There's the story is that your character is going to try to top Mox in uh, Kenny <laughs> with the uh with the exploding bar wire match because theirs didn't live up <laughs> and they literally said you remember what happened in your uh at the end of your match right it fizzled <laughs> yep. i dug that i really dug that they did that and also thing i liked about the uh the uh deal too is that you travel from place to place and each place that you travel to, you could go and do sightseeing or you could go eat at a certain, you know, local spot that, you know, has a, you know, national delicacy, if you will. I learned a lot about my own city and the history of my own damn uh, delicacy. I had no idea living in Philadelphia right now, if born in Philadelphia. I had no idea that cheesesteak was around since the 1950s or the 1930s. I didn't know that like the whiz came out and like, 19 like so you get some historical uh elements of your you know town's delicacy which leads me to yours what the hell is poteen <laughs> it's the uh, quebec am i pronouncing that right food basically poutine, poutine oh poutine. poutine okay yeah it's uh basically fries gravies and cheese curds now when you say gravy because like all right here in philly we always have this debate about what gravy is gravy in south philly you know, you, you know, ECW land and all this stuff. Um, South Philly, they always argue that tomato sauce is called gravy and pizza sauce is called gravy, but we call it tomato sauce or, you know, pizza sauce or whatever like that. Is it same. actually gravy that you're talking like actual gravy that you put on turkey? Yep. Oh, yep. 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 It, it, for me, it's it's whatever sauce gets gets stewed up with. Whatever your protein is, it's not the tomato sauce. Uh, I know that that's a debate that happens in a lot of uh, communities, like in New York, for example, in the Italian Americans. You know, those yes, gravy, exactly. Sauce. But to us here in Canada and Toronto, it's that's not it. So, yeah, <laughs> it's this them against the world. <laughs> so, yeah, I really enjoyed everything that has happened in the game. The game is fun. The fact that you can train the fact that you can break your, you can injure yourself during training or whatever like that. If you like, I have you, have you injured yourself training yet? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't. It's funny. Yet. It's, it's funny because it's like, if you go too hard on the training, like you got to watch your meter. If you go too hard on your training, then when you finish training, you, you, you kind of, <laughs> you you wiggle your back and crack your back out and then you got to go to the hospital and get treated rather you got you pay the money to get treated or you actually like just go get the cheap non-insurance version of it in hopes that you can get fully recovered from that but um i like those aspects i, I it's really cool that they have those aspects on air and again it works it just makes the whole entire game experience flow um so 
let's talk about the Switch version. I know you were had reserves about the Switch version. I had reserves, but I was going to take the bullet anyway. And the question is, is the 2K curse over with the Nintendo Switch? 100%. I think it is. I think I, it is. I, man, dude, oh, I am relieved. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Like that there, what, there's not much more to say. It's done. It's over. Long, you know. Uh, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And in my <laughs> opinion, like this version, the Switch version is just as fun, if not more fun, because I get to travel with it than PS5 and Xbox. And look, I haven't played the PS5 or Xbox versions just yet, but um, I'm ha- I'm just having a blast with the Switch version. And for me, you know, if there are any, and I know that there are, but if there are whatever visual differences there are. I can live it's with slight. that because, yeah, graphics I can tell you to me that, yeah. aren't the end-all be-all. Right. I can tell you right now, it is it is slight. And that and that's, that's the best way to put it. The slight frame rate and the slight graphics, you know, um, is diluted to make sure that the processing of the game works. The loading time on the Switch is amazing. Like, it literally is just a mere second or two more than the uh than the playstation 5 and that's amazing it really loads quickly no matter what mode that you i was i was highly impressed because again playing 2k18 that loading takes forever it was like i was playing on a psp again (laughs) and uh and of course i played i i don't know how long have you been playing but i've been playing for hours on end and i remember playing on a ps uh playing not the psp playing uh 2k18 i was waiting for this thing to crash or to glitch or whatever like that. I had no issues at all with this game. And I was so happy and I'm still a little bit like PTSD on it too, but I've played every mode. I played through everything that I could possibly play with as much as I did with the PS five. This is going to be a great on the road game. And if you like to play this game on a PS five or the Xbox, but want to take it on the road to switch, finally has a stable solid wrestling game i am so happy and what better game to have it than this this is it's i'm just i thought this would never happen (laughs) thank you once again aew tony khan aubrey edwards uh you know 2k i mean not 2k get out of here (laughs) um uh kenny omega and and like of course man uh gata like they oh thank you because this is the only thing that was missing from my, you know, Nintendo Switch experience here. So, overall, if I, I usually grade these games. Overall, what grade would you give this game? On a scale of, of what are we talking here? Oh, oh, letter grade. Letter grade. I would give this... I would give this a B plus. I can't give it the A. There are some issues. Uh, there are places to improve. There are some things that I would have changed. But yeah. overall... This game, as I said, is exactly what was promised. It's exactly what I expected. It's yeah. exactly what we needed from this game. Yeah. I would co-sign with you on that. That's exactly the grade I came up with. And even my stats, even my percentages in my grading system came up with that as well. Because, um, yeah, everything you said. But the fact that this is the first entry of this game with no patches and no updates and everything... The fact that it's this solid and this playable, especially on a Switch, it's only going to get better from here. Like, even visually, they can improve on this down the line, but they needed it to be stable first, playable second, and enjoyable third. And they met all of those requirements on the Switch and on the PS. So even if it, I I believe even if it, you know, how it looks now on the Switch, 
I think it's going to look and play better down the line when they start getting these updates in. And right now, I'm like you said, I am enjoying it as well. I too give it a B plus. I think there's a it, it's a great start to something really cool, and that the fact that they're going to be this is going to be the only game that they're going to be focusing on uh, for the next few years or whatever like that. I'm so happy right now. So yeah, B plus for me. So ah. Yep. Uh, what a good ride we have at this one. So, <laughs> Boris, thank you so, so much for joining me for this, man. It's been awesome. Um, I will be joining you again on the Rampage Ramble, and we'll catch up with a lot of things that we'll do on there as well. We got a lot more to catch up with things to do, and then I'm off on vacation for a bit. So, before we go, let our listeners, let our watchers know where to find Sunday Night's Main Event Slam Wrestling and everything that you got going on. Yeah, man. So everything is wrestling related that I do. Well, all, almost everything, but the wrestling stuff, you can find me on SNMERadio.com. We have daily podcasts. We have a weekly show that covers everything to do about wrestling and the news of the week and opinions and all that fun stuff. And you can agree and disagree with us and tell us why you agree or disagree with us. And that's the beauty part because you can also find us at Facebook. We have a Facebook group which you can just find by searching SNME Radio. And again, we have daily conversations. Uh, we have debates. We have fun. We have a laugh. And, you know, for a... Um, for 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 us Facebook group or any message group, a message board group, it's uh, pretty fun and uh, pretty civil, which is what I do appreciate about it. Very much, uh, you can very much, it. exactly. And you can find all of my written wrestling reviews and stories and interviews over at SlamWrestling.net. Awesome, and you guys do a great job. I gotta say, I mean, I really like. I love what you guys have done in terms of the wrestling world and the banter that you uh, provide. And um, I've been following you guys for generations, and it's just always an honor to be any part of what you guys are doing right now. So it's, it's you know, awesome. Guys, definitely check them out. This is one of Canadians' most premier and best out there. So um, that'll do it for us. And right now, and, uh, man, go out and check this game out immediately, <laughs> especially if you've been dying to have it on a Switch. So go out of your way, check it out. That will do it for us. On behalf of myself and Boris, all I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games, and in this case, wrestling. All, this is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care and uh, have a great week. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.